Welcome to Directions in Rashi, a podcast that will help you understand individual comments from Rashi throughout the Chumash, and that will also introduce you to some of the general principles which I feel uh, directed Rashi in his creation of his commentary, and that will help us to understand his commentary better all around. Welcome. Today's shir will be an explanation of a Rashi in Parsha Sazino that we have been reading this week and that we will eventually read next Shabbos and some thoughts as we prepare for Rosh Hashanah tomorrow night. Parsha Sazino in general, uh, in, in Parsha Sazino, Moshe and HaKadosh Baruch Hu warn HaKadosh Baruch Hu that if they don't behave, some certain things can happen to them. And it also talks about HaKadosh Baruch Hu's love for Klai Yisrael and about HaKadosh Baruch Hu's ultimate plans for Klai Yisrael, very positive plans. But here we're going to read a little bit about some of the more negative aspects. The Pasuk says, the Psukim describe how Klai Yisrael in the future at some point will misbehave and ultimately amarti afehem. Hashem says, I will say, let me destroy them. It's going to get so bad that I'm going to think about destroying them. Let me cause their memory, cause their mention to cease from humankind. Except there's a reason why I don't do it. Lule kaso yevagor. Except that the, the anger of the enemy is stored up. The only reason I don't do that, it says here, is because the enemies of Kala Yisrael are waiting angrily and they don't understand the situation, as we'll see in a moment. Penyin akrut saremoi, lest their enemies, the any enemies of Kala Yisrael, will be minakher. They will attribute the downfall of Klai Yisrael to a nachri, to a foreign agent other than a Kodesh Baruch In other words, they'll think that the reason Klai Yisrael fell and was destroyed is because they, the nations, were stronger and better. Pen Yomru, lest the nations say, Yadenu Rama, our hand has been lifted up and our hand has been stronger than that of the of the Jews. And they will say that Hashem did not cause all of this to happen. If not for this mistaken assessment that the that the nations would make, HaKadosh Baruch Hu would have a thought of destroying Kla Yisrael. And the Pasuk continues, because this nation, meaning the other nations other than Kla Yisrael, the way Rashi explains it here, is a nation, it's a, it's a group of nations, ovad eitzais, that are bereft of discernment. They don't understand things. The ein behem they have no understanding. Lu chachmu, if they would be wise, yaskiluzais, they would understand this. They would understand what happened. They would understand why Klai Yisrael fell so, so, so deep. They would understand this because Klai Yisrael didn't do all the mitzvahs. 
and, and misbehaved in certain ways, and it's a consequence from a Kodesh Baruch If the Goyim would be smart, they would understand that. Yovinu the Achri Sam, they would understand the end that Klai Yisrael might come to. But, and they would say to them, they would ask themselves the following question. How could one of us chase away a thousand Bnei Yisrael? And how could two of us cause 10,000 of them to run away? How could that possibly be? How did we do it? It must be, it couldn't have happened unless Suram Micharam, the sur, the strength of Klai Yisrael, meaning HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Micharam, he sold them, he gave them over to us, the Hashem Hiskiram, and Hashem delivered them, Hashem delivered the Jews into our hands. We'll read one more Pasuk, Ki Suram, because their tzur, the the source of strength of the Klai Yisrael is lo chitzurenu. It's not like the source of our strength. Okay, we'll stop there. So let's take a look at the Rashi on this Pasuk, Pasuk Lamed Aleph. Ki loy chitzurenu tzuram. The, the, the Goyim really should say that, you know, we really have little to nothing to do with this whole downfall of Klai Yisrael. We're just agents, the real reason that we were able to defeat them is because HaKadosh Baruch Hu decided that's what he wanted to do for certain reasons. Because it can't be that we we overpowered the Klai Yisrael. Because their tzor, their source of strength is not like ours. Meaning their, what gives them strength is so much stronger than what gives us strength that it can't be that the cause of what happened is us. It must be the cause of what happened is them and their source of strength. Rashi says, All of this, the enemies of Klai Yisrael should have understood. That Hashem delivered over, Hashem gave over the Klai Yisrael to them. Kodesh Baruch decided, so to speak, that we should lose our wars to them. And not to them and to their gods is this victory. The victory is not because of the strength of the Goyim or the strength of their gods. Because up until now, their gods could not, had no ability against our sort of strength. Now here Rashi paraphrases the words he says because our rock is not like their rock. In other words, Rashi is telling us that the word our tzor, their tzor, means the rock. And now Rashi says called tzor shebemikra l'shoin sela. Every time you see the word sur in Mikra, in scripture, l'shain seva, it is an expression of a rock. The meaning of the word is a, a large rock. And obviously we have to say here that it is being used as a metaphor. 
it is being used as a sort of a nickname for a Kodesh Baruch Hu. Just as a big boulder can offer protection and it can offer shelter, you crawl in behind it and the, the wind and the rain won't pound you, so too, Kaviyachal HaKadosh Baruch Hu protects us. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is our protection. Now, there are two questions that we can ask that I think we need to ask on this Rashi. First of all, what is Rashi telling us? I think, I think most people who speak a little Hebrew, most people who know how to learn a little Chumash, they know that the word sur means a rock. Why does Rashi have to paraphrase it and say, Rashi has to put in a different word that means rock, a sela. What exactly does Rashi want to tell us? And a second question is that if for whatever reason, Rashi felt that perhaps his readers, his students, didn't know what the word sur, sur means, well, he should have explained it earlier. He should have at least explained it one Pusik earlier, because Pasek Lamed says, It must be that their tzor sold them and delivered them over to the nations. Why didn't Rashi say anything over there about the meaning of this word tzor? If he thought that uh, those who would read his commentary wouldn't know what the word means, he should have explained it when it first appeared in Pasek Lamed. Why does he wake up on Pasek Lamed Aleph and tell us now. I think in order, in order to understand, in order to begin to understand this matter, we have to note what is really quite obvious to anybody who's learned a little Chumash. And that is that the word sur is used in two different senses in various places in Chumash. In a number of places, it obviously means a rock. For example, we have a Pasuk in Shemais, when Moshe Rabbeinu is the Klai Yisrael, and Moshe Rabbeinu is by Har Sinai, and Klai Yisrael has sinned, and Kodesh Baruch Hu is in the process of forgiving them, and he's going to show to Moshe Rabbeinu, he's going to reveal to Moshe Rabbeinu the Yud Gimel Midais. Hashem, Hashem, Kalrachum, Rechanun, etc. Those very important words that we utter so many times leading up to Rosh Hashanah and in between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. And the Pasuk says, Kodesh Baruch Hu says to Moshe Rabbeinu, Hinani oimed lefanecha al hatsur. Behold, I am standing before you on the rock. And that's where I'm going to reveal to you these Yud Gimomidais. In the same uh, similarly, we have a Pasek that says, V'nitzavta <clears throat> al hatsur, you will stand on the rock. We have another very well-known Pasek, Klayasol needed water when they were in the Midbar, and a Kodesh Baruch who told Moshe Rabbeinu to go hit the rock. What did he say? V'hikisa batsur, you shall hit the rock, and the water will come forth. We have a number of psukim where it's quite obvious from the context that the word sur means a rock. And in fact, if you go back to those psukim, 
you'll see that I don't think Rashi comments on any one of them. He doesn't seem to have any problem. Uh, he doesn't uh, suspect that you, his student, his reader, would have any problem in knowing what the word sur means. Sur means a rock. That's one sense of the word sur. However, we find a total of, I believe, five sukkim, all of them in this shiras Azinu, all of them in this parsha, which use sur, which use the word sur as a, as a nickname, as an appellation to Hashem, to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Let's take a look at some of these psukim. Go back in Shiras Hazinu to Pasuk Ches. Pardon me, Pasuk Yud Ches. I have a very bad habit of writing down in my notes the wrong number of a, of a Pasuk. I don't know what it is about me, but I always mix up the, the, the psukim. Here it says, Sur Yeladcha, the Sur that gave birth to you, Teshi, you will forget. This is one of the criticisms of Chal Yisrael that Moshe Rabbeinu registers in Shiras Hazinu, that you forget who, you forget the Tzur that gave birth to you, that created you. We have another Pasuk, Pasuk Tezvav, not going in order. That's another one of my trademarks that I don't know how to do things in order. But it says here, that Klai Yisrael abandoned the God who made him, and he, he disgraced, he disparaged the Tzur of his salvation. So who is the Tzur? Who is, the, who is our salvation? It's referring, of course, to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We have the Pasuk that we just spoke about, Pasuk that we're focusing about. We have another Pasuk right near the beginning of the Shira. Pasuk Dalit. Hatsur Tamim Paloi. The Tsur, meaning Hashem, Tamim Paloi. His actions are perfect. All of his ways are justice, etc. Here too, Hatsur is a name. It's a it's a way of referring to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Now, when it comes to these psukim, where the word sur is referring to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, there are really two ways of interpreting it. It could be that it means the rock. It could be that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is referred to as the rock. He is our strength. He's like a big boulder that protects us. But it could also be that the word sur is like the word Yetzira or Yotzer for creator. It could be that the word Sur is related to the, the word Yetzira, creation. Let's go back and take a look. If we go to Pasuk Yudches that we mentioned, in Pasuk Yudches, Sur Yelod Chateshi, if you will look at the Targum Unkelis, if you will look at the Aramaic translation of the Torah, Uncle says, Dachlas Takifa di Vera'och. The strong one that you must fear, di Vera'och, that created you. So when it says Sur Yeladcha, means the creator. 
And that's really supported by the context. Yoladcha, he gave birth to you. He created you. If you go back to Pasuk Dalit, why I'm going out of order, I'm not sure. Don't draw any conclusions from me going out of order. It's just my style. If we go back to this Pasuk, Hathur Tamim Poloi, so you could translate it as the rock, Hashem. His actions are perfect. However, Rabbeinu Sadia Ga'in, who wrote a translation of the Torah into Arabic, because that was the vernacular where he lived at his time, he translated the words, the word sur as haboyre. I don't know which word it is in Arabic, but it's been translated back into Hebrew. For those who don't know Arabic, Rabbeinu Sadia Ga'in takes the word sur and he says it means the creator. Why does he do that? I'm not sure but it's very possible because he understood that Sur is like Yitzira, the creator, Tamim Poloi. His actions are perfect, are perfect. So when we have these psukim, which refer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu with the word Sur, it could be that Rashi was kind of in doubt. Are the, do they mean, should they be translated as the rock, but a metaphorical rock? Or should they be translated as the creator? And since it could really go either way, and since it wouldn't really change significantly the meaning of any of these psukim, Rashi left them alone. And for example, in Pasuk Lamed Aleph that we learned at the beginning, Pasuk Lamed, pardon me, it says, Kitsuram Mecharam, their tsur sold them and gave them over to the nations who defeated them, Rashi doesn't say anything. However, when he comes to the next Pasuk, Pasuk Lamed Aleph, Rashi noticed something. It says, Ki tsuram. The Goyim say, their tzor, the tzor of Klai Yisrael, is not like our tzor. Now, if that means creator, that can't be. Because we all have one creator. And even the nations know that. We'll talk about that in a moment. Even the nations know, even those who serve idolatry, they know that as far as creation goes, there's only one creator. And therefore here, Rashi says that we must translate it as our rock is not like their rock. In this Pasuk, you have to say that the word sur even when it's referring to God, but it means a rock. And so Rashi says, called Sur Shabimikra, Lashain Sela. Wherever you see the word Sur in, in Psukim, it means Sela. It means a rock. Sometimes it's literal, sometimes it's meta metaphorical. But we should not say that it means the Creator. Because if it means the Creator, then this is a very strange thing that the Glayam are saying over here that their creator is not like our creator. That's not what they believe. How do I know that? There's a Gemara in Mesechte Benachos. I believe it's Kof Yud. I could be slightly wrong on that. But there is a Gemara in Mesechte Benachos that says that even the Oivdei Avedezorah, 
even those who serve idolatry, refer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu as Elokah de Elokaya, as the God of all gods. Let's take a look. The Gemara derives it from a Pasuk in Malachi. Malachi, the Navi says, Kimi Mizrach Shemesh Ba'ad from the rising of the sun till it's going down, meaning from east to west, Godol Shmi Bagoyim, Hashem says, my name is great amongst the nations. And everywhere, Muktar Mugash Lishmi, incense is burned and korbanas are presented to my name. Korbanas are brought to me. Umincha Tahira and pure Menachis, and, and pure and proper grain offerings. He godol shmi bagoyim, because my name is great amongst the nations. Amar Hashem Svakois says Hashem. Now, what does this mean? Hashem is saying, My name is great amongst all the goyim. He's not saying, I am great. Of course, Hashem is great. Whether anybody knows it or not, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is great. But he's saying, My name is great amongst the nations. They know it. So Rashi says, Rashi in his commentary on Malachi, Amr Rabbi Seno, our rabbi said, he means this Gemara in Menachos, even the idolaters, they refer to Hashem as the God of all gods. Even someone who has idolatry, even someone who serves idolatry, he knows that there is a God who is the God above them all. And in all places, they donate korbanas to my name, even the nations, even those who serve a Vedazara. Now, why is this? That all the nations, that every, all of humanity really understands who Hashem is. So the Radak, the Bidavid Kimchi, another com- uh, early commentator on the on the Nevi'im Oksuvim on the Torah, also he says as follows: He Afal Pisha Evdim Shamayim, even though the nations serve all the hosts of heaven, they serve the stars and the sun and the moon and so on. Moidim be, but they admit about me. They admit about Hashem. They know about Hashem. Shani Hasiba Harishaina, that I am the first cause, meaning I am the creator. Ella, but they serve these other entities according to their mistaken opinion. They think that the stars and the moon and so, and so on will be intermediaries between me and them. And then he quotes the Gemara, our rabbi said to that they refer to Hashem as the God of all other gods. The reason why even the Goyim, even the Oivdi Abedizora know who Hashem is, is because Hashem is the Siba Rishon. Hashem created them, Hashem created us, Hashem created them. They all understand that, at least in the times of Malachi, I think even today, they may not say it exactly, but intuitively, they know that. They know that there's one creator. They have all kinds of other false ideologies and false gods and all kinds of nonsense. But really deep down, they know there's a creator. 
creator is, is God. The creator is Hashem. They can call, you can call him by another name, but that, that's who it is. It's the creator. And therefore, going back to our Pasuk in Sefer Dvarim, Rashi could not say, he could not say that that means that the Goyim are saying, our creator is not like their creator. There's no, no our crea- their creator is our creator, and our creator is their creator, and we know it, and they know it also. So Rashi was forced here to say that the word sur means a seller. Why is this all important? What does this have to do with Rosh Hashanah? I would like to suggest the following. The relationship between Kalal Yisrael and the nations of the world is somewhat split. There are two somewhat contradictory aspects. They're not really contradictory, but they're quite different. On the one hand, we have a relationship with the nations of the world, which is somewhat competitive. They fight against us, we fight back. It is somewhat antagonistic. They try to disprove our ideas. We try to disprove their ideas. There's a famous Medrash that says that on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, there is every year there is a judgment in the heavenly court between Klai Yisrael and all the nations of the world. And after Yom Kippur, when the judgment is signed and sealed, the winner of the judgment walks out of court holding his sword in his hand. Who's that winner and what's the sword? The winner is Klai Yisrael holding their Lulavim. Lulavim is like a sword that the victor holds up triumphantly. So you see there is this competition, this antagonism, and we are hoping to win the battle. What does it mean we are hoping to win the battle? Not only for our, not for our personal satisfaction, but we want the truth to win. We want, we stand for the truth. We believe in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We believe in the Torah. We were given Torah's Emes. We were given the Torah of truth by, by HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and we, and we recognize it to, to some extent. And, and we want that side to win. That's one side, one aspect of our relationship with the nations of the world. But on the other hand, we are all creations of a Kodesh Baruch Hu. On Rosh Hashanah, we are going to daven. In the Shemona Esrei, we're going to say it many times over. We're going to say, Tain pachtacha al kol ma'asecha. Hashem, please put your fear upon all of your creations, upon all of your works. And place your ema, place your fear upon everything that you created. And may all creations fear you. And may all of the creations bow down in front of you. May they all ultimately make one aguda, one, one binding, one group to do your will with a full heart. The ultimate goal of this contention and this antagonism between us and the nations is not that we should win and they should lose and they should all go away. They should all, they should all die. No, 
That's not the ultimate goal. The ultimate goal is, is that the knowledge of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the full knowledge and the correct knowledge of HaKadosh Baruch Hu should spread to everyone, should spread to every creation, should spread to every human being who is willing to accept it. And we and all the nations, we will become Aguda Achas. We will become one group. That doesn't mean there won't be any more differences between us and them. There will be differences. But we will all be servants of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, all together. And I think this has some very important ramifications even now, even in our present state. First of all, it means that we need to make a good impression on the whole world by keeping, by learning Torah, by doing mitzvahs carefully and fully, and by acting to all, cre- to all creations, to all human beings in a kind and respectful manner. And it's not just because that's what people call Kiddush Hashem, or if we would do the opposite, it would be Chilol Hashem, it would look bad. That's not, that's true, but that's not really the profound core of the matter. The real point is, is that we want to teach by example how to be a decent human being and how to be a servant of a Kodesh Baruch We want to teach that to the whole world. For the most part, they're not ready to listen to any lectures, but we can teach it by example, because ultimately they are going to join us in this endeavor of serving a Kodesh Baruch And this, I think, really changes one's outlook. And it's something that we, we need to daven for. Of course, we're going to daven on Rosh Hashanah for an end to the coronavirus and we're going to daven for, for peace, and we're going to daven for Parnassah, and we're going to daven for all of our personal and all of our national and all of our communal needs. But we also, we really want to daven for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We want to ask HaKadosh Baruch Hu to bring about this time when every human being, and us, and we, at the front of the army, that every human being will become a servant of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Thank you for listening to Directions in Rashi with Yochanan Joseph, author of the book Directions in Rashi, available from Feldheim Publications. Production aspects were carried out by Minagain Music. Visit them online by going to facebook.com slash